So y'all, let's get your Bibles. And you know, we'll be talking about series and stuff. I don't know if this is going to be a series, but we're going to go to uh, James 1 and 23. Thank y'all, musicians. Y'all did all right today. Amen. Thank y'all so much. James 1, 23. James 1, 23. <coughs> and if I was to start a series, Brother Pat, I would call this the cuss words of the modern church. The bad words of the modern church. I ain't say cussing in the modern church because we don't cuss. Amen. Somebody say amen. We want them pastors. We don't use profanity to get your attention. Somebody say amen. Boy, you want to know if we in the end times, you can turn on YouTube and hear pastors using profanity over the pulpit. But I want to talk about the words that are like cuss words to the modern church. If I was to start a series, if I was to start a series, and I talk about the F word, which is forgiveness. I would. I talk about the S word, which is sharing the gospel. <laughs> the cuss words to church members. Mm -hmm. and, and, but today, we're going to talk about the D word. The D word in the church is called doing something. Actually, actually doing something. Actually getting something done. Come on, somebody. Andre Crouch, as you mentioned him, wrote a song called Well Done from the scripture. You know, people always got up at church and say, I can't wait to hear the Lord say, I'm going to live Hear the Lord say, well done. How is he going to say, well done, and you didn't do nothing? Hello? Amen. He might be able to say, well intended, well prayed, well taught, well met, meeting after meeting. But many of us, he won't be able to say, well done, because we're not doing nothing. And the stuff we think we're doing for him that we think is a big deal. I wish one of my kids would be talking about some, uh, Daddy, I need some money. Why? Because I, I put the trash in the trash can in my room. What are you talking about? That's considered your reasonable service. Somebody say amen. amen. I come to church. Why wouldn't you come to church? Hello? Yeah. I got saved. I got baptized. Why wouldn't you get saved and get baptized? Hello? But the D word. <laughs> and so before we get into this, we do have to tell them, Ephesians 2 and 8, that yes, it is by grace that you have been what? All right. For by grace are you saved through faith. What did you do to get grace? Nothing. What did you do to get faith? 
nothing. It is a gift of God. It what? Your salvation, the grace, and the faith. The Bible says God gave every man the measure of. So you didn't even get the faith. Your faith was a gift. If he gave it to you, it becomes a what? So your faith is a gift. The grace, right? Undeserved favor. That's a gift. Do you understand what I'm saying? So by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourself, not of anything that you've done. And it's so funny, Courtney, when you give people the SAT and you ask them that second question, if you go to heaven and God asks you why should he let you in, they always want to tell you all the stuff they do, that they've done. Then they join the church and don't do nothing. I thought you did all this stuff for God. They're basing their salvation on what they do and they ain't even done nothing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? You cannot be saved by what you do. You cannot be saved by works. It says over in Romans, I believe chapter 5, by works shall no man be justified before God. So it's not based on what you do and we preach that so much Billy Graham did a great job of preaching that. Any evangelist preaches that. We've written it. We've done it in the SAT. We put it in the book. We've told people over and over. It's not based on any works or anything that you can do to be saved. But y'all, salvation is not the end. Salvation is the beginning. Salvation is your enlistment in the army. Salvation is you're joining the football team, joining the basketball. It is the beginning. It's the first day on the job. Come on, somebody. And so whereas you're not supposed to do anything and there's nothing you can do to get your sins forgiven. There's nothing you can do to be accepted by God. There's nothing you can do to be translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Nothing. Did you understand that? The Bible clearly teaches us that it was our sins that put Jesus on the cross. If it was your sins that put him on the cross, there's nothing you can do in this lifetime to undo that. Somebody say amen. So you cannot do anything good enough to be saved, to be born again, the greatest miracle that has ever happened to you, that's why I don't understand fundamentalists who deny the power of God, greater than any healing of cancer or giving sight to the blind is the fact that you were a citizen of hell. You were a, you were a child of Satan, the Bible says, and God caused you to be born into the family of his dear son, by your faith in his son Jesus and what he did on the cross going through hell and all of the things that he did to bring us salvation and eternal life. And if you believe that, somebody say amen. amen. That's amazing grace in itself. 
If God can get you saved and pull you out of darkness, he can heal the bunion on your big toe. He can get rid of the lump in your breast. He can get you a house when you got bad credit. He can get you a job when ain't nobody hiring. Somebody say amen. So I want to say this so that people don't get weirded out. Now, when people come to church, they get one dimension. Well, I thought you said we had to do stuff. But then you said we didn't have to do nothing. But how many apps you got on your phone? 20. And you know how to work each one. Come on, somebody. Hello? The Maps app don't do the same thing that the chat app does. Come on, somebody. We, we can figure it out. We don't want to figure it out. So as we start this message, no, works are not going to get you into heaven. Somebody say amen. amen. But y'all, how about when I get to heaven, I want to have some works. Because works in heaven going to get you some rewards. Amen. Works in heaven is currency. Somebody say amen. amen. So let's talk about can we just do something. Why don't you tell somebody just say can we do something. It's, it's the D word. Can we do something. Can, are you doing anything? What are you doing for the kingdom? To ask somebody. See, we ain't asking nobody. We won't even do that. What are you doing for the kingdom? It's quiet. It's quiet. It's quiet. Won't nobody ask nobody that? What are you doing in the kingdom? Wow. I, I, well, maybe y'all ain't listening to that. Y'all ain't going to listen to nothing else. Can you tell somebody, ask them, what are you doing in the kingdom? Amen. Amen. And to me, employees don't interrupt, interrupt the service. They don't, okay? So just let employees be employees. All right. So what are you doing in the kingdom? Somebody say amen. amen. What are you doing? It's the D word. Are y'all ready? <laughs> Let's go to James chapter 1. Oh, Jesus. Because somewhere along the line, preaching has lulled us to sleep. I sit up in there preaching. I'm loud, demonstrative. Folks still falling asleep. 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock in the morning. Why? Because you sleep. <laughs> Y'all, we got to be the do something crew. Hello? Anybody watch sports? Do you watch the sports with people just sitting down? Do they keep the camera on the bench? No, man, we don't want to see LeBron James put it to the bench so we can see what they're doing. No, we want to see the action. Huh? I was in the theater room the other night. Mom said, no, baby, we want to see some blow up, some, some action movies. She, she wants to see action. Hello? Amen. Uh, then we go to the movies. You know, they have these little things on uh, YouTube, you know, where the fish is in the aquarium. We, we spend $5 to watch the fish go in the aquarium for two hours. There ain't no action. Somebody say amen. We want action. Huh? You go to Papa Do's. What you want? Hey, what, where's the, what, what y'all doing? Hello? What's the first thing you ask? What are y'all doing? Hmm? You want somebody to do something, don't you? 
How, how about you like sitting at the table for an hour before the waiter come over? And take your drink. Oh, I see it. Uh-uh. Now, wait, wait a minute now. Hello? What about sitting through the drive-thru for 10 minutes before somebody come to the mic? Come on, somebody. Before they even stick their head out the window. No, no, no. You want somebody to do something, right? That same nature in you, do you know where you got it from? God. And he want people around him that's doing something. That's moving and shaking. Are y'all with me? James 1.22, it says, but be ye doers of the word, as Acts for 23, and not hearers only deceiving your own selves. Put that in the Amplified, though. Put, put 22 in the Amplified. James 1.22 in the Amplified. I want y'all to see this. Prove yourselves doers of the word. Actively and continually obeying God's precepts and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize the meaning. Watch this. Deluding. Everybody say deluding. Deluding. Yourselves. Y'all, I can tell. I'm looking around the room. I can tell active listeners, somebody twirling their hair. I can tell. I can tell who's actively listening. Bible's out, highlighters. Bible out, phone out to take notes. Dr. Rogers say people sit with their neck stuck out. You know what that means? I'm, 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 I'm listening. I got the posture of Receiving. I, I, I want to hear. Then it, oh, shh, shh, I got to hear. Huh? You ever been to the movie, somebody talking? Right? What do you do? Stick your neck out. Shh. Wait a minute. Yo, we don't even have the right posture to receive the words that's going to change our lives. In church, it said, active listeners. Listen, prove yourself to be doers. Where, that's the D word. That's the cuss word we're talking about. Doers of the word. Continue actively and continually obeying God's precepts. If you were not here Wednesday, you need three things to win in this life as a Christian. Number one, help me for those old people that weren't here. Number one, what do you need? Faith. faith. Write that down. You need faith. And I'm not talking about George Michael, you got to have faith. No, no, I'm talking about the Bible faith. I'm talking about more specifically the Kenneth Hagin faith. The Kenneth Copeland faith. The Lester Sumrall faith that would, that would get on a boat with $10 headed to Australia to meet a man he didn't even know was there. You need faith. That Peter walking on water faith. I don't even know how I'm going to do it. I don't even have my business plan together. But I'm going to step out in it because God told me to do it. And I don't need to know everything for this step. Because I'm going to tell you, do you know Oprah Winfrey say she never had a business plan? Do you know that? She never had a business plan. And she is as wicked as the witch of the west. 
But she did something right to be successful. Somebody say amen. Amen. Step out. Become a doer. Prove yourself to be doers. Actively and continually. What's the second thing you need? Obedience. Obedience. Write that down. And then what's the last one? Wisdom. So God gave me this this morning, so write this down. It's with faith that we receive from God. Is with obedience we respond to the instructions of God. Your only response to an instruction from God is what? Obedience. Yes. Yes. Obedience. And not just yes, because that could be lip service. I'm doing this, but I go out and do that. No. Obedience. Obedience is how we respond to an instruction from God, and let me put in parentheses, or God's man. You got to vet him if he's God's man or not. And if you're not, why are you sitting there listening to him? And number three is with wisdom that we know how to follow out the instructions of God. It's wisdom we know how, how to do it, how to perform the instructions that God wants us to do. But all three of them, the F, the O, and the W, equals doing. Faith equals doing. Somebody say amen. Amen. Obedience equals doing. Wisdom equals doing. And you know what else equals doing? Doing. <laughs> yeah, doing means you're doing it. And you're not doing it until you're doing it. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. People want credit for what they're not doing. No, you ain't even did it yet. But I'm getting ready to. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> when are you going to do something? We got a lot of talkers in the church. We got a lot of cheerleaders, rah, 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 like to cheer other people on for doing something. Hello? Some of y'all have so so low self-esteem, you don't even mind cheering on everybody else in the church for winning. You just don't expect to win. You'll watch other people get blessed. You'll watch other people praise them. You'll watch other people run for it. You'll watch other people stand up and hold their confessions and hold their, their, their offering. But, and you, you, you good with them doing it, but you won't do it. If you look around, and I'm talking about those that are in low states, y'all, it only takes one or two of us and there's a million dollars in here. 
why don't you at least look at the lives and start doing something? Hello? We got any single people want to get married during COVID? Yeah. We got two people just did it. Come on, somebody. Why, why, don't you, why don't you find out? Man, how did you do it? And patting yourself out to people with good works. Somebody say amen. amen. But prove yourself to be doers of the word. Doers. Doers. And y'all, I had, I had over five, six, seven council sessions this week. So if you're in here, you say, he talking about me. I probably am talking about you too. But you weren't the only one. I had so many sessions and I, people talk about their situation. And I said, well, what did you do? People that come here every week, that sit up here with us every week. I say, well, what did you do when you got in that situation? Did you do this? Well, no. Did you have faith? Oh, yes, I had faith. They all said it. We believe. So what you should do? Do the word. But what does that mean? What does it mean? Then I told him a story. You remember I told the story about Harvey when I was? So did you do that in this situation? Well, no. You remember I told you about confessing and, and making your confessions every day? How many people do that in there? I want you to look around. How many people make the confession every day? Look around. Look around. Look around. It, it's the winners. You think you might want to adopt something? Do you think you might want to start something? When we were going to do it. Those that don't do it. When are you going to start doing it? And some of y'all just started last week when I told you so. I thought, you've been doing it more than a week. Let me see here. Why don't you start doing it? Do it work? Mama, do it work? Did you, are you getting money, money, money coming in? Hello? Do it work? But see, we'll sit up. My mama come up here and give her testimony. One of the newest members. And you'll rah, rah, rah and applaud for her. But you still won't do it. Why? I'm asking y'all. Can somebody please explain to me how you can be at a church like this where God preached like I preach. We, we give you the word of faith. We teach you and give you a, a testimony. We show you testimonies on the screen. We, we, we live it out before you. We show you exactly how to do it. Point number one, point number two, point number three. You still losing, but you ain't picked up the winning handbook to try some of the winning recipes. Why? Because we will hear it, we will applaud it, we will praise it, but we won't do it. Prove yourselves to be doers. How do I prove that I'm a doer, Courtney? Real simple. Nike, can you please help us out of church? How can I prove that I'm a door? St. Nike says, the book of Nike chapter 1 verse 1 says, maybe you don't believe the Bible. Would you believe a slogan? How can I prove that I'm a door? I just started what? And the power of the word of God is if you, you can start doing it today. You can start doing it right now. 
Come on, lift your hand. Say, Lord, I thank you that you're my shepherd and I don't lack. You just, you just made a confession. But do you believe it though? Prove yourself to be doers of the word actively and continually. What's the other word? The old word? Obeying. Now let me tell you something about obedience, my sister. When I was growing up, there's a reason for the word obey. You, you, you know why? You, you know why you have to obey? Hmm? Huh? No, because, because, okay, let me ask you something. All right. So, if you want to go to Dairy Queen today and get you an ice cream sundae with the whipped cream on, and your wife say, hey, let's go to Dairy Queen, are you, do you have to obey that? No, no, you're not obeying nothing. You doing, you in agreement, you want to do that. The reason obedience is even a thing. Hello? You ever try to train a dog to make him obey? You training him to sit? But do he want to sit? No. You training him to go on the newspaper. You ever had to train a dog to go on the newspaper, a house pet? He won't go all over the house, right? And then he'll poop all over the house, and then when you come, go run. Because he know. He didn't do what you told him to do. He didn't obey. Obey is, is there for a reason. Do you know what obey is about? Huh? Do anybody know? No. Obey is about because you don't want to do it in the first place. And our brain is so stupid. I didn't want to get that thousand to pass the goal. I didn't want to go back and put down another earnest money on that house. But God pressed me. The spirit of God pressed upon me and I did what? Oh word. Obey. And then I got the reward of obedience. You are missing rewards out of your life because you refuse. We'll be sitting in church. I say, y'all, I say, you're not praising them enough. Praise them. You still be over there. Open up your mouth as loud as you can. You, you won't. Because you are a slave to your own feelings and your own flesh. But when you get into the word of God and become a doer of the word, you will push past your own flesh and obey when you don't feel like it. You don't feel like standing up and giving God praise at the top of your lungs. Why don't you do it right now? At the top of your lungs. At the top of your lungs. At the top of your Good God of mine. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Have a seat. You got to get to some obedience, y'all. And not our pleasing obedience. We'll be up praising, and I look over there, Courtney ain't doing nothing. Hey, no, 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 no. Not our pleasing. Obey God when ain't can't nobody see you. Consistent obedience. You do it once, then do it again. Hello? 
Now you said, you stood up and said, uh, Lord, I thank you that you are my shepherd, I shall not let. Okay. I dare you to do that for 30 days in a row, though, and see what happens. <laughs> I just gave you an instruction. Who going to obey it? That's what I'm saying. But, but no, put your hand down. I don't want to hear that. In 30 days, we'll see. Because, <laughs> you know, it's always less at the end of 30 days than it was the day you said it. Because obedience is not easy. Because it takes consistency. And it takes going against your own nature, your own flesh, and your own feelings. That's why obedience is a word. Obedience don't feel like ice cream. <laughs> you know, we think, think about, just think about obey. Me obeying something. How does that make you feel? Do you feel the same way as you feel when you think of Honolulu? Mm-mm. The beach? Hello? Do you feel the same way about obedience that you feel about your grandma's sweet potato pie? With the whipped cream on it? No. No. Because obedience is not that. Obedience is going against what your natural inclination is, what your knee jerk is. Hello? And doing something you don't want to do. Why did my mama have to threaten me to whip me if I didn't wash the dishes? Wonder why? Because I did not want to do what? Wash the dishes. She had to threaten to whip me to play my video games. Because I wanted to play the video Did y'all see what I'm saying? So part of the word, a lot of the word, is not palatable to our flesh. Our flesh don't want to do it. Y'all, I'm telling you the truth. Y'all see how we live and all that stuff now? Y'all, we would not be in that house had I failed to obey that one instruction, give Pastor Gula thousand dollars. I know we wouldn't be. I know we. I know you don't believe that. We wouldn't be for one little thing like that. Yeah, think about them one little things of obedience that you've missed. Think about the things that are missing in your life right now that you're still pleading and begging for. But think about all them little instructions that you refuse. I'm not doing it. Nelly, you look so sweet. You ever had that in your heart? I'm not, I'm not doing that. As nice as you are, I'm not doing it. Oh, I'm going to go a little deeper. How many of y'all ever knew it was God and said, I'm not doing it? I knew what you knew it was God. The one that made Jupiter? You know how big God is? And you say, I'm not doing it. Here's a wisdom key, never forget it. When you look around and see things missing in your life, don't trace it to white supremacy. Don't don't trace it to being oppressed. You can always trace it to an instruction you refused to follow. I promise you, I promise you, 
If I'd have stood firm on God, this don't make no sense. I'm giving Pastor Goon a thousand dollars, and he don't need no thousand dollars. I start rationalizing. What do he need a thousand dollars for? And he gonna give me money? What? That's the devil. Don't want me to accept money that he gonna he want to give us. Oh man, homie, ghetto boys, your mind be playing tricks on you. Yeah. It will talk you out of an instruction from God. (laughs) The D word. Cuss words in the church. The D word. Doing. Obeying. You're not doing it till you're doing it. You're not doing it because you sit up here and say amen. It ain't going to work for you just because you do that. No, when you get in a jam, when you can't taste or smell, Huh? You better pick up the healing scriptures. You better turn that kind of hate. Come on, somebody. You can say amen all you want to. Did you say you healing scriptures all day? I did it early this morning. It's five o'clock. You still got a fever? Yeah. What you been doing? I've been watching Wheel of Fortune. Okay, you got time to watch Wheel of Fortune? You, you see what I'm saying? No, we got to obey the word. Obeying his precepts. Not merely listeners. Y'all, I was in the car wash place. This happened this week. Let you be interested in this. You go down here, you might see the guy. Works at Mr.'s car wash. I was reading a book and at the very moment this dude passed by, I was reading about miracles and impossibilities. Lungy, like your sister, he had two cysts on the side of his face. One on this side, one on this side. Elderly man. And as he passed by, I looked up. I said, hey, come here. I said, do you believe in miracles? He said, yeah. I said, what's that on the side of your, he said, I had a stroke. I said, but what's that on the side of your face? He said, it's cysts. I said, that's what I thought they were. And then I told the story of your sister that came on Wednesday night and got healed and they went down like a balloon. You remember that? I said, do you believe in miracles? He said, yeah. It was Wednesday too. I said, why don't you come by the church tonight and we'll pray for that. And God will heal you. Do you remember anybody coming up for healing for that on Wednesday? Because he didn't come. Do you want to get healed? Oh, yeah. I just told you I got success and people like that getting healed. Why wouldn't you just show up? See, people want God to do stuff. They don't want to do nothing. And this time I'm saying, you still going to have them. <laughs> when you look around, come on, somebody. Amen. Well, why are you just to heal Jesus gave people instructions. Go wash in the pool of Salon. But why you couldn't just, why you can't hear me right now, Jesus? See, see, that, that's, that's the problem. 
See, that's rebellion. That's not obedience. Now you're correcting Jesus. If you knew how to get healed, why are you not already healed? Why don't you do what the man of God told you to do? Why, you just, he could have just healed him right there. He got all power, don't he? That's why some of y'all don't get healed. That's why some of y'all, because refuse, just refuse to obey. Obeying God's precept, not merely listeners who hear the word, but fail to internalize his meaning, deluding your own selves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. I'm picking on you for a reason. You know, devil tell you, it worked for them because they pastors. It worked for Landra because she this net. It worked for them because that, 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 that. But it don't work for me. How, how many of y'all, what you say to, when, to the kids when they be telling the story? What you say? The one word. Lies. That's lies. <laughs> you try to go tell Jesus. I said, Gina, not for it. Lies. She don't even listen. Lies. I, did, I didn't eat the peanut butter. Lies. Who ate it then, Randy? <laughs> Unsound reasoning. Contrary to the truth. The truth of it was, God was going to give me that house. But I started reasoning. That's good, I don't need no thousand dollars. I'm the one need the money. <laughs> Unsound reasoning, contrary to the truth. I didn't know what the truth was. See, I was dealing with facts. The facts was we was homeless. Come on, somebody. The facts was they was pulling $350 out of our account because FEMA hadn't kicked in. The facts was we had lost both all, all four of our cars. The facts was we was living in an old stanky hotel with a bunch of stanky Harvard survivor people. The facts was, the facts was we was eating on hot plates. But the truth was in 28 days, if I obey God, he's going to give me my dream house with no money down. All I had to do was a word. Obey. How many of us miss because we won't obey? And y'all, you know somebody sweet, nice, beautiful, Natalie sitting over there, say she knew God said something, she said, I'm not doing it. I know the rest of y'all ugly people do it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it to God. And you know what he says? I'm not blessing you. Hello? Y'all, he wouldn't have struck us with lightning. He would have still loved me and my wife and my children. We just wouldn't be, we wouldn't be in that house. We, we just wouldn't be driving them cars. We just wouldn't be living this level of living. God don't care. He don't care if you drive a Chevrolet. He don't care if you live in South Park. He don't care if you live in apartments till he come back. He don't care. Your, your level of living is up to your level of obedience to what God tells you to do. You decide. God don't care if you got three pools in your backyard. God got seven oceans on earth. Ain't no tell what he got on other planets and other galaxies. And all that stuff he got in heaven. Come on, somebody. Amen. Bible says he got a glassy sea in heaven. 
He's not intimidated by what you got or what you can get on earth. Because in a few minutes, you ain't going to have it anyway. You can't take it with you. He don't care about this stuff. It's according to your faith and your obedience and your wisdom level. <laughs> when you going to start doing the work? When you going to start looking into the lives of winners, seeing what they're doing and copying them? I'm going to tell you, I don't wake up a day and I do my daily confessions. <laughs> Wonder why pastor be winning, buying cars, cash. I, I, I do my confessions though. Somebody say amen. amen. When he tell me to sow, I go ahead and sow. Amen. I don't fight with it. You ever see me make a fool of myself praising God? Huh? You can say yes. I don't care. Do you? Follow me as I follow Christ. Hello? You want my life start what I got? Why don't you do what I do? You can get it. Some people still refuse. Knowing I've seen you in other situations where you was loud. Have I seen you in other situations where you was loud? What about you, Tamisi, with your quiet self? Huh? Have I seen you loud? One to me, uh, Christian, have I seen you loud? Mama, have I seen you loud? Oh, Jesus. Gina, have I ever seen you loud and excited? Yes. Right. So, y'all, we, we, we can play games all we want to. All we doing is psyching ourselves out the blessing. What do you win when you come to church and resist the praise and worship leader? I won the day. I ain't doing nothing. They say, okay, so what? Like it's a contest. When you look around, when you look around and you find things missing in your life, trace it back to an instruction that you did not follow. Not that you didn't listen to an instruction you refuse to follow. Y'all, I've seen people on the edge of getting a blessing. And Lord say, if they'll do this, I'll do it for them. <laughs> Y'all see that? If, if they'll do this, I'll do it for them. What's the converse? If they don't, they won't. Y'all, I see people at the moment of truth so many times. And sometimes it's a simple thing that some people will dig their heels in and say, I'm not doing it. You don't get credit for what they did, for what we did. You get the credit for what you did. Somebody say amen. amen. If I don't sow the thousand, we was talking about multiverses, multi-universes. Yo, that's for real. You know, you know the multi-universes are? Whether you obey or not. It is. If I don't do that, my kids and everybody live in a whole nother lifestyle. We over here in, in, in Pine Trail somewhere. 
Forget the lake. Somebody say amen. Hello? People running through your yard and stuff, you know. Popping firecrackers in your back, all that crazy stuff. One act of obedience, and I want to drive this home, y'all. There are times that are moments of truth. We go back to Naaman the leper. And we, he could just say, I did everything somebody told me except that one time Elijah told me to dip. Bro, that's why you got leprosy, though. Or that, I did everything they always told me except for that one time Jesus told me to take up my bed and walk. And I argued with him and say, Jesus, if I could take up my bed and walk, I wouldn't be sitting here. You think I'm just laying here playing? You must think I'm joking. You must think I'm a fraud. Jesus, why would you even tell me? You know, Jesus, you offended me when you came by and you told me to take up my bed and walk. I've been laying down here all these years. I can't even believe you would let something like that come out your mouth. That was totally insensitive. That's how people miss God. That's how people miss God. That's how people miss God. Somebody say amen. amen. Stop arguing with the instructions and turn to the book of St. Nike, chapter 1, verse 1, and do what? Can I show it to you in the Bible? Let's go to Luke chapter 2, and I'm done. Y'all, cut out all the blah, blah, blah. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Y'all, in, in my older age when I'm talking to people, bro, you're going to do it now. Hey, did you do it or not? Okay, so what happened was I was going to do it, and then when I came in, yo, I don't have time for 30-minute explanation. Did you do it or not? Did you call the caterer or not? Because I can call him now and get him on the way. Well, Pastor, that's why I was explaining. So it's a long story, though. No, it's not a long story. <laughs> Did you call him or you didn't? You notice people can't even answer straight, forward, yes, no questions, up or down questions. They can't. But that tells me their mind and soul is so messed up. That's how they're on the inside. Okay, tell me yes or no first. I'll hear the explanation later when I have time. Okay, well, sure. No, okay, okay, excuse me. Yeah, I don't have time. First of all, you told me you was going to do it. I was trusting in you to do it. You wasted time. You haven't done it. Now you want to waste 30 more minutes of the time explaining whether you did it or not? I don't have time for that. Let me go do it myself, and then we can come back to your explanation. Because y'all, God wants doers. He does, y'all. I'm sorry. He responds and respects doers. If you ever have a business, I'm going to tell you who you don't want. You don't want the talker when it's time to get something done. You, you want somebody going to do what? Don't do it, man. I, we don't have time for this. Somebody say Amen. amen. <laughs> Y'all still, still, still okay with me? Are y'all still okay with me? Are y'all still okay with me? Are y'all still okay with me? All right. So let's go to 
Luke chapter, let me see where we're going to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Luke chapter. No, is that it? No, no, no. Let's go to Matthew. Sorry. I thought I was so smart. I was gonna have this point and be done with it. I thought I was so smart. Okay. All right. Let's get it. I'm sorry, it's John chapter 2, John chapter 2. So on the third day there was a marriage in the Canaan of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there and Jesus was calling the disciples to the marriage and they wanted wine. The mother said unto him, they have no wine. He said, woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour has not come. Mother told the servants, whatever he said unto you. That's verse 5. Whatever he says to you, do it. Y'all, that's all I got today. I don't have no more revelation. But the Bible says when you continue to come to church, when you continue to hear the word, when you continue to say yes, 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 and rah, 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 but don't do it. You keep hearing it. The Bible says you're, you internalize that as actually doing something. And it says that you are self-deluded. You're in a delusion. And you feel like you should be further than you are, but you're deluding yourself. And my challenge this morning is, choose, do it. And sometimes the instructions seem foolish. They come against our flesh. <laughs> Courtney, if I told you, send a Peter across here and then God's going to give you a million dollar building in two weeks, would you do it? You'd be a centipede and fool. <laughs> Y'all remember centipede that dance? <laughs> you want to pop like two pastors? Some of y'all would. Some of y'all would. I'm too. Uh, I'm, back to gate. What's the worst thing that could happen? He just looked like the full centipede, trying to get what God wanted. That's the worst thing that could happen. What if it don't work? What if it do work? What, what if it do work? Hello? What if it do work? What if dancing for a house, as ridiculous as it is, what if it actually works? <laughs> huh? Has it worked? Yeah, it did. You, you know who was the first one to do it and prove it? When I was homeless. I'll be dancing. My wife, she's so proper like, like Tia. Randy, keep it down. People are, I don't give a flip about them people. I'm trying to get away from them people. 
We finna get our house. Hallelujah! In the hotel room. Am I lying, Gina? Am I lying? Tell them, am I lying? No, you, you tried to calm me down. We had a keyboard in there. Y'all remember that? Huh? And what mama said? Randy, I didn't care. I got my house, though. What about just follow some instructions? What, what about just do it? Hello? No matter what they are. How about stop getting offended at Jesus? You know, Jesus did some offensive stuff. Wait a minute. Jesus, that spit, I smell your spit. Wait a minute. Is it, don't spit on me now, Jesus. Now, wait a minute now. I know I'm blind, but I mean. You know, you can smell spit now. I know y'all think Jesus had pure spit and all that, but he was a man. Jesus, that spit? What the heck? But did he get his sight, though? Yeah. What do you need to win? Faith, obedience, wisdom. Here's a verse about wisdom. Wisdom is just justified by her children. How many of y'all ever heard that scripture? Yeah. I read that scripture so much I didn't know what it meant. Do you know what that means? Let me tell you what it means. Let me, let me share with you what that means. That means the offspring of wisdom, whatever it gives birth to, tells you if you were justified in doing it or not. So when I was dancing, being loud, and my wife's like, no, calm that down. Well, the proof's in the pudding, though. Because my praising and dancing produced the house. So wisdom at the present moment might look foolish. But what it produces tells everybody, oh, it was wisdom. <laughs> That's what that verse means. I look like a fool. Yeah, you look like a full serpentine, but did you get the, the, the million dollar apartments though? Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. I'll do it again, Pastor. Right. Yeah. You was right, Pastor. I, I can't tell you how many times people over the years have come say, you was exactly right. Y'all, am I right that much? Am I that smart? No, I'm led by the Holy Ghost. Somebody say Amen. Faith, obedience, and wisdom. Can you start putting that into practice? Amen. And can we get up in the D word? Don't come in here and hear a message and don't ask, how can I apply this today? How can I start doing this right now? Somebody say amen. amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed.